0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're talking identity fraud, identity theft this morning. And it's all because of this email that we received from Julia saying, a few months ago, I, well, I my bag was stolen. They took everything, bank cards, driver's license, and even my ID. I immediately called my bank to cancel all my cards. I also went to Home Affairs to get a new ID. A few weeks ago, I got a call from a clothing store that I have a pre-existing account with, and they told me that someone is trying to open an account using my ID. I panicked and I told them that my bag got stolen with my ID. Is there a way of protecting myself from identity fraud? I've heard of Scary stories where people get married without their knowledge. I don't want that to happen to me. Mani van CEO of the Southern African Fraud Prevention Service, joins us this morning to help Julia as she navigates identity fraud. Good morning, Manny. Hello,
1: Toby, and thank you for inviting me to your show.
0: Thank you for giving us your valuable time. First things first, uh, Julia wants to know, Is there a way of protecting herself from identity fraud?
1: And yes, definitely she can. And maybe before I answer the question, just to give uh, context of who SAFPS, Southern Southern African Fraud Prevention Service is, is we are a not-for-profit organization, uh, which was started 23 years ago by the banks to form a database of people who are trying to defraud them. Mm-hmm. So that is the main purpose of the business. Part of that business um, is uh, two additional databases, and it's a free of charge to the public in the sense uh, that if you are a, a, a victim of identity theft, mm-hmm. sounds like Julia is about to become one, or she, she is, I'm not sure, um, but what we, we list, victims of identity theft, um, so that they can be protected going forward. Um, And then I think what Julia is asking how she can protect herself is what we call protective registration. And that is also free free of charge to the public. Um, And it's an easy process to follow where people can... um, go to our website with their smartphones, and that's the easy process, and you go to to our website on safps.org.za, and you go to where it says, add protection to my identity, you take a selfie, you take a photo of your ID, and we combine those two photographs and go to the Department of Home Affairs where we take the three photographs, score them, and immediately provide the consumer with a protection letter. And how that protection letter works is that if um, somebody, so Julia in this case, would apply for credit somewhere, and mm. um, then that credit provider will ask, will pause the transaction first. So, so the credit transaction will be paused. Mm. And then will be asked, Julia, to produce the SAFBS protective registration letter. So, in the case that it was a fraudster, the fraudster won't be able to produce that letter.
0: Because they don't um, have that letter.
1: Exactly, yes. And all the, just the reference number, you know, so the, the credit provider can ask just maybe for the SASPS reference number and they will double check that on our system. So, in in, in the pausing of a transaction lies the protection uh-huh.
0: um,
1: for the consumer.
0: So what you guys, and, and, essentially, and, and I'm trying to simplify it in my head, you are a barrier that stops these fraud stars from getting um, to use or using rather our ID, IDs and all of that stuff to access credit or uh, God knows what the, else they want to do with our IDs and all that information. Yes. information. So literally you are like a barrier.
1: Yes, well, well, definitely. Um we we are trying to to keep fraud out of a system, financial system and if somebody is I listed see. for fraud, and um, they will be on that negative database for a period of 10 years.
0: I see. Now many say all these measures are followed and Impostors still manage to successfully use one's, uh, use one's documents and information illegally. What does the victim do in such a case? Because we are very much aware that these criminals are ahead of all these preventative yes. measures.
1: Yeah, 100%. So, so the first step is I will get cons- consumers who are concerned about their identity, should go and, and register for protective registration, but quite correctly. So, so you know, in Tom in, in Julia's case, for instance, and um, she didn't know about it, and now she's only trying to register. But it could be that she's already a victim. So, mm. so that is exactly the cases that you that you are referring to. Um, and in in that incident, whoever is confronted with this fraudulent identity. Um, will list julia as as a fraudster because they would well, oh, they would list I see. they would list julia's information I as see. a uh, as fraudulent information so and and then when julia and and i would recommend people come and have a look at their profiles with with us um, and and but but uh, to see if you're not registered as a fraudster already um, and if you are and it's not you then there's a process that the credit provider or the bank or the cell phone company follows um, to, to verify that you are the victim. And once they've satisfied that you are the victim, that victim information will be loaded by, by the credit provider. I see.
0: And what can people like Julia do once they find out that they are possible victims of identity yeah. theft?
1: But well, if they're a victim, they, she, she will be listed as a victim on our database, mm-hmm. um, and that will provide her with uh, some protection um, going forward. And she clearly, I mean, if she's a victim,
0: Hello Manny, can you hear me? Okay, we lost yes, you there yes. for a second. We lost you there for a second. I want to move to my next question. Say someone is trying to take out a loan in my name illegally. How do companies protect their clients in such situations?
1: Um, well, the companies do various checks. So when they get an application from, from a consumer. They will go to the credit bureau to check if somebody can afford the credit. And then they will come to SAFPS um, and see if that information is listed either as a protective registration or a fraudster. Mm. Um, so once they receive that information from us, they will then make a decision. But they use various... Biometric information, yeah. they 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 use the Department of Home Affairs to verify the identity. So there are various tools at their disposal um, to check that they are dealing with the correct person.
0: Mm. And why is it, it so easy, Manny, for for yeah. people to commit identity theft, especially in South Africa?
1: Yeah. Good it's a good question. I think there are there are various ways. We're sitting like everywhere in the world, though, but we're sitting with um, data bridges where our data gets compromised, and it gives the fraudsters access to very valuable information. And if you cast your mind back a year or two ago, I mean, one of the biggest credit bureaus were mm. were the victim mm. of identity theft, and and through that process, a lot of information leaked. Um, The fraudsters then got access to very valuable information. They usually supplement this information with, um, with because they won't steal all the information usually, and they will need more. And that's when the scams are starting. Mm. So people will phone you, and say, "In can you? I'm phoning from the bank, and there's a big debit order going off your name. Can you give me just permission to access your account and stop that debit order?" And then they will say, "Just my system went down. Can you please provide me with your bank account detail again, mm. so I can stop this debit order?" So slowly but surely, they they get you to trust them, and and then you, the moment you provide information to them, um, that is the moment that you are starting to compromise even further. Um, we just as an intersect SAFPS also launched a product called Yima. Mm. Um, and and Yima, um is a scams management tool. And I, I, I'm putting scams a little bit separate from fraud in the sense that I think scams is the art of people to convince us to mm. part with our information, to, to invest in a scheme that doesn't exist, to To provide me with your bank details. So they're really, very good at it, Um, and and they use various techniques. That's why we thought we need to treat scams a little bit different to 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 fraud. And I I just people could go to our website on safbs.org.za and go and have a look at what EMA does, um, and and help yourself because it's also free of charge. Help yourself to protect yourself against scams on, you know, fraudulent websites and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Manny, Home Affairs has, um, you know, a service where you just punch in your ID number and you can check whether you're married or not. How can a person check if their ID or other documents have been used without their knowledge? Is it as simple as just going to your website, punching in your ID number, and uh, checking your profile to see if uh, somebody has been trying to use your your documents or someone has been trying to um, get access to credit using your information. Is it as easy as that?
1: Um, well, it is. You you, will, you can contact us 100% and we will take you through process to uh-huh. verify yourself because we need to make sure that you are the right person. Yeah. Um, that we're providing this information to, and once we are satisfied that we're speaking to the right consumer, then we will gladly give you the information. And even if you are listed as fraudulent, to provide you with fraud contact details of to, uh, the information, you know, of a company that is has listed you.
0: Fantastic, Manny. Thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. Before I let you go, you kept on mentioning your website. Um, can we get the website again? Can we get contact details for those people that want to protect themselves from identity fraud?
1: Yes. Um, our website is www.safps.org.za. And our contact number is 011-867-2234.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much once again for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: If you missed it, catch The Rewind on radio2000.co.za.